today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, we've been talking uh, in the Hamilton area here about water and flooding and uh, the damage that has been done. We've had an unusually wet spring, of course, and, uh, well, it's still causing some repercussions here. After massive flooding damage and rising water due to rain, the levels are slowly starting to fall on the Great Lakes. Uh, that's good news, kind of, sort of. Uh, but the damage is still there, and now that the water has receded, we can get some idea as to what the damage is. And the cost is, uh, well, it's going to be pretty much uh, extravagant. I mean, we're talking uh, 4 to $5 million, $6 million, $7 million. We're not even sure yet. Joining us to talk about this is uh, the guy who gets all these numbers on his desk every week, Dan McKinnon, of course, uh, is a public works manager for the city of Hamilton. Joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Dan, good morning. How are you today? Morning, Bill. I'm well. How are you? I'm well. Listen, we've had a couple of days of sunshine, but uh, we should not forget about the fact that uh, the water damage that was so extensive right here is still having an impact. Maybe you could give us a, a, a brief a thumbnail sketch as to where we are here. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed and hoping for drier weather. Uh, it's still going to take a fair bit of time for the water levels to recede in Lake Ontario and uh, uh, Environment Canada has indicated that we're probably still looking at several more weeks and uh, I think it's probably difficult for them to, you know, make statements with a great deal of confidence because it really does depend on the weather. The, the type of weather systems that we've been seeing through the spring is uh, they, they've been very large and covering a lot of the lake, uh, the Great Lakes watershed, and that's that's why we're seeing so much of the, so much so many of the issues that we're experiencing right now is just because of these large systems dumping just such a tremendous amount of rain over the, the watershed. So. Um, I, I know that they are trying to put more water over the dam down around Cornwall to help alleviate some of the uh, some of the issues uh, with the, the water levels here. But uh, they can only do the, that so fast because if they do that too quickly, they'll start to create more problems downstream in Quebec. So um, I think we're still around 60 or 70 centimeters higher than we were this time last year. A uh, portion of the waterfront trail between Coots Paradise and Princess Point is still underwater. So we still can't even get in to assess uh, some of these areas as far as how we're going to uh, repair them when uh, when the water levels do go down because it's going to take some time before they do recede. Dan, on a personal level, this is <laughs> you kind of be wondering about what's going on here. I mean, you know, one of the first things that got thrown onto your lap, of course, was the Claremont Access, the retaining wall, and the problems there, and that was obviously to a certain extent caused by weather and water, etc. And now you've got this flooding, which is going on in different parts. We, I mean, we tend to think of the waterfront trail, but there's a number of other areas that are affected by this. There's got to be a little part of you in the back of your head that say, "Why me, Lord?" But I mean, I, you know, this is all on your desk right now, and it's a pretty ominous task. Well, I think I, uh, I think I went into this eyes wide open. It'll be another month and a half. I'll be coming up to my first anniversary in the position, and you know, my background of water, I think, prepared me for this. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I think that uh, people, you know, they, they may not appreciate that that climate change isn't kind of a burning platform where uh, you know we all get uh, we all get on board to make some dramatic change. It's been happening for a long period of time, and. You know, from my experience, I really saw the the, the, the real punctuation of it uh, back in 2004 when we started having some of these flooding events. And, you know, the wet weather that we've experienced this year is a little different than the way that climate change experts would describe what we could expect to see, because it's usually long periods of drought punctuated by really torrential downpours. And we haven't had the, the, the drought this year. We've just had lots and lots of rain. So I you know, it's not it's not completely characteristic of what you would think with uh, climate change, but certainly in my books, it's uh, it's just another one of those facets of climate change that's here. We have to deal with it. It's uh, climate change is already costing us a lot of money, and uh, we're just going to have to continue to find ways to to roll with it and be more resilient and and, and build more resilient in infrastructure that 
you know, I guess uh, lives more in harmony with uh, nature than trying to hold it back. And uh, so we're, we're, we're learning as we go here, but it, it is becoming an extraordinarily expensive proposition. Well, I know. I mean, a lot of people, when you, you know, word association, when you say climate change, they just think, oh, that means it gets really hot. Well, there's a lot more to it. It means, you know, bizarre weather patterns changing and things. this. And maybe the first inkling we've got of this, and it's, gosh, it's probably going back 12 or 15 years now. Uh, when we had some serious flooding in the West End in the Shadok area and, of course, in the Red Hill area, and uh, we heard the phrase 100-year storms. In other words, storms, rainfall so severe that they only happen probably every 100 years. We get three or four of those every summer now. Yeah, it's it's uh, we're certainly seeing a greater frequencies of those types of events. And, you know, the one that happened in Dundas about a month and a half ago, I think they were predicting for us to get 30 millimeters of rain for, for, you know, the entire day. And we ended up getting over 70 mils in just a couple hours. So, you know, all we can do is, is, is try to prepare for it. Um, it. It's certainly creating a lot of challenges for us. And, you know, it's the way you described uh, climate change being long, kind of hot weather. Uh, you know, there's other things with invasive species and, you know, um, uh, algae blooms in the harbor. So, so there's a variety of different ways that climate change is presenting itself to us. And, when, and you know, we just have to be agile and, and try to uh, try to uh, deal with it as quickly as we can when it happens, and then try to put good plans in place, as I, as I mentioned earlier, to make us more resilient to them when they occur in the future. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.